Even on a budget, quality is non-negotiable. That's why Quince is the place to score high-end essentials at 50 to 80% less than similar brands. Get your hands on buttery soft cashmere sweaters from just 60 bucks, Italian leather jackets, and so much more. And the best part about Quince? They exclusively partner with factories committed to safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. Elevate your style without the elevated price tag with Quince. Go to quince.com slash upgrade for free shipping and 365-day returns. Huli ka man sa balita, hindi ka naman kailangan maiwan sa mahalaga. Ako po si Robbie Alampay. Sa podcast na to, palalalimin natin ang mga headlines sa tulong ng experts at veteran journalists. Sa episode na to, tatalakayin natin ang kalusugan ni Pangulong Rodrigo Duterte o ang kalusugan ng kahit sinong Pangulo ng Pilipinas. The Constitution says that you must uh, let the people know. But the procedure is not go direct to the people. The cabinet should be the one to decide if you are fully incapacitated to discharge the functions of your office. Para sa kanya, it's not a serious matter. Kasi kung serious yun, he always tell the public about it. Every time I attend the cabinet meetings of uh, the president, no, ang masasabi ko lang, he's uh, full of life, very active, very sharp, and uh, obviously it does not suggest uh, na parang may problema sa kanyang kalusugan. The voices you heard were those of President Duterte, his spokesman Salvador Panelo, and Health Secretary Francisco Duque III, respectively. In the past weeks, the President has given us more reasons to ask questions about his health. It is a matter of national security and of public interest. I'm joined in this conversation by one of the senior correspondents of Puma Podcast, Trisha Aquino. Welcome, Trisha. Hi, Robbie. I'm excited to be here. At saka, kasama natin dito, literally one of the most respected and one of the most senior journalists in the Philippines. More than 35 years experience. Matagal po to sa Jario. He was he started with People's Journal. Pagkatapos nag, uh, nag Manila Chronicle po to. He worked with The Wires. And uh, most recently, spent more than one and a half decades of his most senior uh, journalism years working for Reuters and wala lang naman po to, but Pulitzer Prize winning Manny Mugato. Thank you very much for uh, inviting me here. Trisha, simula natin sa iyo yung discussion. Laging laman ng balita ang kalusugan ng Pangulo. Simula pa nung kampanya hanggang makaupo siya sa pwesto and now three years into his term. This issue is not gonna go away. Ano ba ang tingin ng publiko sa isyong to? Kung titingnan lang natin yung mga surveys, ano, the public really believes that they have the right to know about the president's state of health. So, noong October last year, 61% ng mga Pilipino na sinurvey ng SWS, sabi nila, the president's health is a public issue. So, tumaas yung number na yun noong January this year to two-thirds or 66% ng mga respondents. So, dumadami yung mga tao. I mean, that's a five-point rise no? from 61% to 66%. In any case, malinaw that an overwhelming majority of the people 
believe that they have a right to know. At the same time, I think our people are acknowledging uh, that, yes, it may be uh, more complicated than, than we know. And that's ironically a function of not being transparent. Manny, hindi naman kailang. May, may edad na naman si President Duterte. In 2016, he's more than 70. I don't know anybody in the country who was elected president uh, more than 70 years old. Fidel Ramos was only 60. President Aquino was 50 years old when he was elected president. Actually, kung makikita natin sa World Health Organization data, no, President Duterte has lived roughly eight years longer than the average lifespan ng isang lalaking Pilipino. So, we know that President Duterte is the oldest person elected president in Philippine history. The president has been in public service since 1977. So, let's not forget that. Diba? Sa, sa dinami na nang tumagtag sa, sa katawan niya, sa buhay niya, he was city prosecutor, he was vice mayor, mayor, congressman, and now president. I recall when I was still with Reuters, I covered the ASEAN meetings in uh, Laos. Uh, first time siya pumunta ron. Meron siya mga meeting na hindi pinuntahan. Nung APEC, ganun din. I think even during the campaign, nung 2016, may mga times na hindi siya nakadalo sa mga ilang uh, official uh, engagement because yung kanyang migraine daw ay umatake. And in his presidency, nakita natin na ilang beses na rin siyang sumailalim sa, sa medical uh, testing, ano? yung blood test, kung ano-ano pa. And... Uh, alam na natin na naputa siya sa Cardinal Santos, no, minsan. The President himself has admitted to a litany of problems. May at least four physical ailments na inadmit si President Duterte sa kanyang mga speeches over the years. Uh, last year, noong October, inulit niya sa public na meron siyang Barrett's esophagus. Uh, at the time kasi napapabalita na baka raw may cancer si President, kaya tinakbo siya sa hospital noon. Inamin din niya na umiinom pa rin siya kahit sabi ng doktor niya na itigil na yung bisyo. If you mean that uh, was I found positive of cancer? Yes, sir. No, it's not the colon, it's my Barrett dito yan. It's badly eroded. Pause muna tayo dyan. So, ang Barrett's ay isang serious complication of GERD or acid reflux. Sabi sa American Society for Gastrointestinal Endoscopy, uh, nagiging Barrett's ang GERD pag chronic na yung sakit o matagal nang iniinda. Pag matagal ka nang may GERD, nagbabago na yung cells sa esophagus mo. Nagiging cells na ng stomach to counteract the acid. Kaya nagiging Barrett's yung GERD. May ibang eksperto sinasabi pag nagbago na yung cells mo sa esophagus, pre-cancerous na yon or malapit-lapit ng maging cancer. Pero believe it or not, kakaunting porsyento lang ng nagkakaroon ng barrets ang nagtutuloy sa esophageal cancer. What factors affect GERD so that it becomes barrets? Alam naman natin na nung bata pa si President Duterte, may mga bisyo siyang paninigarilyo at pag-inom. In fact, hanggang ngayon pa nga sinasabi ng Pangulo na he's still drinking alcohol kahit na against medical advice. Uh, pakinggan natin yung buong sinabi ni President Duterte tungkol dyan. It's my barret dito yan. 
it's badly eroded because uh, I was told to stop drinking years ago. But of late, bumalik kasi ako. I just like to drink. Brandy boy ako. Ayan ang totoo. And before I sleep, even if I'm alone, nagtitris shots ako pag matulog. So mukhang sinisisi talaga ni Presidente yung pag-inom niya nung kabataan niya sa pahayag na yan. Kaya nagkaroon daw siya ng Barrett's Esophagus. Pero kung i-google natin yung link between Barrett's and alcohol consumption, at pati na rin yung link between Barrett's and smoking na alam naman nating bisyo ni President Duterte nung bata pa siya, makikita natin wala namang nakikitang definitive link between them. May 2009 at 2012 studies na published separately on that sa Gastroenterology, that's a journal in the US, sinabing hindi pa rin nasisiguro ng mga eksperto kung factor nga ba talaga sa pagkakaroon ng Barrett's esophagus ang drinking and smoking. It could be, pero sa mga pag-aaral na yan, hindi pa talaga nila masasabing oo. We have to acknowledge yung galit na presidente sa smoking is so real and so personal He is the first, he was the first mayor to actually create a smoke-free city in the Philippines. That's why, totoo yun. Pagka, pagka pinagsayayabang nila na ang Davao City is the first smoke-free city in the Philippines, it is actually true. And even WHO has given uh, Davao and the Duterte's credit for this. And not only that, Robbie, no? yung Philippines nationwide is smoke-free na. Yan. Because of uh, President Duterte. Oh. So, ang alam din natin, meron siyang Burger's disease? I'm 74 years old. I do not want to die of TB. I do not want to die of lung cancer. As a matter of fact, I got, uh, I acquired uh, Burger's disease for smoking. That is why my doctor is here. She gets my blood almost every other day. So, pause tayo dyan. Teka muna. How do you... Teka muna. Bur- ano ba? Tira-tira google nga natin very quickly yan. How do you pronounce it? Is it burger or burger? Pakinggan natin what uh, we found. These are from YouTube and a number of dictionary websites. Burger disease. 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 So, meron nagsabing burger. Burger. Meron nagsabing burger. Yeah. Doon ako sa burger. <laughs> okay, so ang alam natin about burger's disease, uh, sabi ng Mayo Clinic, uh, isa siyang rare disease ng arteries and veins in the arms and legs. So, your blood vessels become inflamed with blood clots. So, nadadamage niya yung skin tissues. Um, it can lead to infection and even gangrene. Again, it's linked to tobacco use and mm-hmm. cigarette smoking. Now, separate from burgers and nabanggit natin yung Barrett's uh, esophagus, the president has also very openly Open. and very often acknowledged na meron siyang sakit sa likod no? at saka sakit sa ulo. Saan ang gagaling to? I think it, it Uh, was caused by an earlier accident sa motorcycle nung medyo bata pa siya. I have a C4 and C7 na mag-impinch. That's why I am in perpetual pain. On, the, on any day, it's 7 in a scale of 10. Eh, ayaw na na ng doktor na sige ng painkiller. Better come to terms with your body. 
titingnan natin sa anatomy ng tao. Kung saan yang C4 and C7 na sinasabi ni President Duterte, makikita natin na specific vertebrae yan sa ating spinal column. Mga buto yan sa likod natin. So, nandito yan sa medyo taas na part ng ating spine, malapit sa batok. Sabi sa mga pag-aaral sa US National Library of Medicine, yung C4 impingement, kadalasan nagkukos yan ng occipital headaches or migraine kasi naiipit yung ugat sa spine. Habang yung C7 impingement naman nagiging dahilan ng numbness sa triceps hanggang middle finger ng isang tao. Kadalasan may kasama pa yung tingling pain. So sabi nga nila, I've heard that as well, that when the president is stroking his, his cheek, it is to to soothe him and some doctors have even said it it could even be just to distract him from the sensation in his back i have this uh, migraine every day i had a my i had a bad sleep the last one was this and i hit the cement i have uh, a lot of issues with my spine and so that if you guys see me always on the sad note mode and actually pushing a nerve here to relieve the pain. And even when I'm doing the arms akimbo, and uh, sometimes I do this, it's actually pushing something here to relieve the pain. So, sinabi ni President yan noong December 2016 sa harap ng mga negosyante. Uh, Diyan niya rin inamin yung isa pang controversial niyang pahayag na hanggang ngayon ginagamit pa rin sa kanya ng mga critics niya. Inamin ni President na at some point in his life, gumamit siya ng fentanyl. I used to press something here, fentanyl. It's a, a painkiller. It's being used by patients with cancer. I was only given a fourth of that uh, square thing. There, were, there was a time that uh, if I put two... Sa mga hindi nakakaalam, yung fentanyl po ay eh, para sa low pass na linalagay sa parte ng katawan. Ang alam natin about that is it's 50 to 100 times more potent than morphine. Kaya very addictive siya. Isa siyang powerful na synthetic na opioid na commonly prescribed for cancer patients. At ang winawarn ng World Health Organization ay ang fentanyl overdose ay sobrang deadly? Well, of course, my doctor learned that I was using the whole patch because I, I felt better. When he knew it, he blew his stop and I said, stop it. You, the first thing that you'd lose is your cognitive uh, ability. So, nung April 2017, umamin rin si Duterte na poor yung kanyang blood circulation sa katawan. Complication daw yon ng iniinda niyang Barrett's at Burger's disease. Napikturan yung kwarto ko may converter sa oxygen. Karami na namang ano. Di ba sinabi ko sa inyo, may, I never lied. Tinanong ako doon sa the debates, anong sakit mo? Sabi ko, Barrett dito. Inom pati ano. Burgers because of smoking. So, ang circulation ko, hindi maganda. Lack of uh, oxygenation. Gagamitin ko yun kasi ang brain ko daw may suffers uh, lack of oxygenation. So, ginugal natin ulit kung ano bang nangyayari sa isang tao kapag kulang yung oxygen sa utak. Ayon sa spinalcore.com, pwedeng magresulta sa brain damage yung lack of oxygen sa brain. I, I think ang mahalaga dito is, you know, kung napapansin niyo po, paulit-ulit yung 
ay yung acknowledgement natin of the president smoking in the past. And that has really caused a lot of complications and really handicapped him. Kaya lang po, lahat po ng inamin ni President Duterte na sakit niya, eh wala namang pong opisyal na pahayag pa yung palasyo. Mm. Kasi pwedeng nagbibiro lang siya o pwedeng hindi mo talaga alam kung ano talaga ang kanyang kondisyon. Nawala naman tayong rason pagdudahan yung sinabi ng ng Pangulo. He has, he has acknowledged this in his, shall we say, in his most sober modes. No? He is speaking directly with the Filipino people, explaining to them uh, not necessarily his pain, but also how hard the, the job can be. Kung ating patayan yung ating 1987 Constitution, ay may karapatan ang mamayan to know the conditions ng ating mga leader. Kasi national interest yan at uh, national security issue na malaman ng lahat kung malusog ba ang ating Pangulo para gampanan yung kanyang mga tungkulin sa ating uh, bansa. No? Uh, sa punto ng national security interest, kung sakasakali naman na aminin ng Pangulo na meron siyang sakit, eh baka mag-cost ng panic, lalo sa mga investor. So, may economic dimension. No? At uh, sa politika naman, uh, pwede siyang maging lame duck president pag nalaman na, naku, may sakit pala to Baka iwan ng mga kapartido yan o ng mga taga-suporta niya. At magkagulo tayo. So, mahirap timbangin, mahirap timplahin ang, ang interest ng bayan at sa interes ng Pangulo. Hmm. Before we get into into that, Trisha, what exactly does the Constitution say? Okay, so tingnan natin yung Article 7, Section 12 ng Constitution. Ano? To quote, In case of serious illness of the President, the public shall be informed of the state of his health. The members of the Cabinet in charge of national security and foreign relations and the Chief of Staff of the Armed Forces of the Philippines shall not be denied access to the President during such illness. Una-una ang sinabi, in case of serious illness. Ano ba ibig sabihin ng serious illness? We actually asked former Supreme Court spokesperson uh, Ted De, who now teaches law at UP, Ateneo, and Lasal about this uh, provision. And pakinggan natin yung sinabi ni Ted. So when you say serious illness, uh, it may be clear to a medical professional, but it's not clear to the layperson, to the public, who, who are not doctors. So I think there is a need to clarify this, but unfortunately, the only way to clarify this is by law. So... Uh, Perhaps a law could be passed to implement and and maybe define what is meant by serious illness when it comes to the president. Pero hindi naman bago sa atin yung gantong kondisyon, no? Dahil marami na tayong naging pangulo na nagkaroon din ng karamdaman, no? Si Pangulong Marcos, nung siya ay nakaupo, itinago yung kanyang sakit na lupus. No? Nung nakampanya siya nung 1986 stop election, halatang-halata mong may sakit siya, di ba? Pero pag in front of the camera, eh, masigla, di ba? Uh, naalala ko nung ako yung nagkakobal sa Malacanang nung early 1990s, 
si President Fidel Ramos ay nadala sa Makati Medical Center at naoperahan sa Karotid. May medical bulletin na inisyo ang Malacanang dahil siya ay naoperahan. Si Pangulong Estrada, nung siya rin ay nakaupo, ay may kompleksa sa kanyang tuhod. At alam natin na si Pangulong Binigno Aquino, Noy Noy, ay parehang ubo nung panahon niya. So, hindi na bago sa atin na makita na ang ating Pangulo ay may karamdaman. Tao lang yan eh. Lalo pa si Pangulong Duterte na medyo maidad na. Hindi lang sa bansang Pilipinas, sa bansang Amerika, eh may mga seryosong kondisyon din ang mga Pangulo nila na itinago. Like si President Grover Cleveland noong 1893, eh inoperahan pala sa bibig, no? So, ang ginawa nung panahon niya, itinago ito. Kunyari, nagpunta siya sa isang fishing expedition. May yate, sumakay siya. Eh, bigla na lang may inismagin ng doktor. Tapos, inoperahan siya sa yate. So, after five days, bumalik sa... Bumalik si President Cleveland at sinasabi, ay, nakabalik na ako sa aking fishing expedition. Walang, walang sinasabi tungkol sa operasyon, no? Yung actual operation na yun, nalaman yun 25 years later nung dineclassify na yung mga files. Si Pangulong Woodrow Wilson, nung matapos na yung World War I, ay nagpunta sa Paris para pumirma nung treaty no? na pagkatapos ng gera. Na-stroke. So, inuwi sa Amerika. No? So, nung panahon na siya ay may karamdaman, ay ang alam ng lahat, eh, siya pa rin ang kapatakbo ng, uh, ng bansa ng Amerika. Pero ang sinasabi ng isang memwa, no, memwa eh, yung kanyang asawa pala ang, ang gumagawa ng desisyon para sa Pangulo. Si President John Kennedy, eh, sinasabing pinaka-youngest ever elected president ng US noong 1960s. Pero ang hindi alam ng karamihan ay tinatago niya na mayroon pala siyang sakit na Addison's disease na may back pain at uh, naka-steroid siya. So ang sabi nila, baka, baka naka-apekto to nung ang decision ni John Kennedy nung may krisis sa Russia, nung sa Bay of Pigs. So yun, eh, isang isyo. Nung si Pangulong Reagan eh, tumakbong pangalawang beses, No, presidente. May Alzheimer's na. May Alzheimer na, hindi alam nila, no. So importante 'yan sa atin. Uh, itong naarang halalan ng 2016, alam natin na may sakit na si Miriam. No? So, ayun nga, uh, hindi sa pinalad at uh, actually namatay siya ilang ilang buwan lang, no, after ng eleksyon. So, Tingin ko, importanteng malaman talaga ng mga mamaya, ng mga botante, ng mga voters na kung ano ang kondisyon. Tumatakbo pa lang sila. At hindi eh, mas lalo na kung presidente na. No? Kasi di, may desisyon ng importante yung gagawin yan. Mani, ang dami mo nang nakover ng mga politiko, mga, mga presidencies, mga administrasyon. Uh, yung realidad ng, ng politika dito sa Pilipinas. There are other forces and other interests that are trying to dictate on how to handle this gray area. Ang iniiwasan ng Pangulo, dahil single term lang siya, 
eh maging lame duck sa kanyang second uh, second half ng kanyang term. So, mas magiging lame duck ang Pangulo pag inamin niya na, naku, may sakit ako maluba. Diba? So, mas open season na yan. So, kanya-kanyang posisyonan na yan. Hmm. Manny, parati ko narinig yan lame duck. Very quickly, ano ibig sabihin nun? Oh, wala, parang wala nang nakikinig sa'yo. Palabas ka na eh. Kanya-kanyang sagwan na. So, ibig sabihin yan, kung meron siyang mga agenda na legislative agenda, mahirap nang ipasa. Yung kanyang mga reform agenda, mahirap nang ma-implement. Kasi nga, wala lang sumusunod halos eh. And these are all big things na nandiyan pa rin sinasabi ng Presidente. Charter change still is part of the agenda. The investment climate, they want to address that. May tax reform packages pa sila na gustong isulong. Yung infrastructure program, yung build-build-build na tinatawag. Mukha talagang uh, President Duterte wants this to be a genuine uh, legacy. The President will need support from Congress all the way to local levels. To, eh, kanina, pinag-uusapan lang natin yung baga ng Pangulo, eh. <laughs> yung, yung likod niya, yung mga sakit-sakit niya sa katawan. Pero ngayon, napunta tayo sa ekonomiya, sa charter change. Alam nyo, kung pag-uusapan mo eh, political personal interest, okay lang na itago yung kalagayan ni Pangulong Presidente. Pero para sa public interest, para sa bayan, eh, dapat maging transparent ang Malacanang. O dapat maging mas transparent ang Malacanang sa pagbibigay ng regular uh, medical bulletin. Uh, hindi naman tako para takutin yung mamayan o para warningan tayo na may mangyayari, kundi parang as a matter of fact lang na ito yung kondisyon ng Pangulo. Pero yun nga, Manny, nakailang palit na si Presidente ng spokesperson pero tikom pa rin ang Malacanang tungkol sa kalagayan ng kanyang kalusugan. 2017 pa lang, ito na ang linya ni Ernesto Abella, his first spokesperson. First and foremost, he is alive and well. He is very well. He is just busy doing what he really needs to do. The President, you know, as, as you've seen, he's been very much in the public eye. But that doesn't mean, but that doesn't, but being out of the public eye, that is when he's able to really do office work. He signs papers, he reads, he consults, he's actually, he's actually very busy. But the thing that is very important to note is that he's on top of every situation. Si Harry Roque naman nagsawa na sa kakasagot sa paulit-ulit na tanong ng media. Hmm. Maya naman kayo yung mga nag, uh, nagnanais na magkasakit yung presidente, no? Ah, lalo kayong magnait na ganyan, lalo lumalakas. It's just na nakakapagod na eh. Sasabihin nila, may sakit. O, lalabas naman, malakas pa sa kabayo. O, oh. Tapos, sasabihin nila, nawala, may sakit na naman. Ano pang sasabihin ko? Ang latest, si spokesman Sal Panelo, bahala na raw ang publikong maghusga sa kalusugan ni President Duterte. Sabi niya, neither confirm nor deny. You draw your own conclusions. <laughs> He never mentioned anything, but from the sound of his voice, parang upbeat na upbeat. Tsaka doon sa mga pictures na pinalabas, di ba? Mm. But thank you for the concern. I'm sure many people were concerned. Kahit na chismis lang. I guess we have no choice but to leave it at that. Kasi hanggat walang kinukumpirma ang Malacanang, kagaya nga ng sabi ni spokesman Panelo, eh yung pangamba sa estado ng kalusugan ng presidente, eh chismis lang. 
Trisha and Manny, thank you for joining me in this episode of Huli sa Balita. Ngayon alam nyo na, maraming sakit ang presidente. Huli man tayo sa balita, hindi tayo nahuhuli sa mahalaga. Listen to more episodes of Huli sa Balita in the coming weeks. Huwag kalimutan mag-subscribe sa Puma Podcast on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, Stitcher at iba pa. Ang Huli sa Balita ay produksyon ng Puma Podcast. Ako po si Robbie Alampay, ang inyong host. Ang episode na to, produced by Janina Magundayao, edited by Nico Bolante. Maraming salamat po. <music>